I hope your day is full of monkeys and chimpanzees and lemurs and gorillas and sloths. Sloths aren't prime. Are sloths considered primates? I don't fucking know, but you can find all of these things in trees. Hope your day's full of koalas and kangaroos. Yeah, we're getting Australian all of a sudden. We're in the outback. Things happen, okay? Happy Wednesday, guys. We have an amazing episode of Shang for you this week with the one, the only, Brittany Ferlin Lee. But before we get into this week's episode of Shank with Brittany Ferlin Lee, there's just a few things I want to talk to you about. First, I am coming to Austin, Texas, May 10th. That's right, the 10th. I will be in Austin, Texas with Kim Congdon. We are co-headlining Sunset Strip Comedy Club in Austin, that's Red Band's new comedy club. Come watch us, tell jokes. It's going to be so much fun. Um, and then in June, I'm coming to Arizona. That's Chandler, Arizona, June 23rd and June 24th with Kim Congdon. We're coming to Mike Drop Mania. So look out for those tickets as well. And we have This Bitch merch. This Bitch merch dropped. So there's links to that in my Instagram uh, link on my link tree on my Instagram at Princess Shank. And uh, yeah, before we get into this week's episode of Shank with Brittany Ferlin Lee, let me just tell you about something that excites me and that's oh yeah socks oh yeah look down at your feet right now are you wearing socks if you're not wearing socks ask yourself why you dirty little piggy get some socks shop oh yeah.com that's three o's h-y-e-a-h.com for unique sock designs whether you're into aliens or dungeons and dragons or avocados there's a pair of socks for you shop oh yeah.com they make amazing gifts discount code sarah 10 for 10 percent off unique sock designs and um okay guys let's get into this week's episode of shank with Brittany ferlin lee but before we do that i just want to remind you guys to subscribe to my patreon all right let's do it let's get into this week's episode of shank with Brittany. here it is How's our levels? Our levels are good. Are we leveling up? We're leveling or up. We lever, or are we leveling down? <laughs> We're leveling up, my okay, queen. Okay, good. I fucking Thank, hope so. Yay! I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Guys, welcome back to another episode of Shank. I'm Sarah Weinshank, and today's guest is Brittany Ferlin Lee. Yes. It's so nice to have nice you to on ha- the pod. Nice to be here. Yeah. Um, we have so many mutual friends. We do. Yeah. Like Ryan Sickler. Yeah. Jamar love Nagri. Ryan. Love Jamar. Yeah. I know. It's actually weird that we've never met in person. I know. We've never met in person. And I wanted to have you on because I see that you're doing stand up again. Yes. So. Yeah. The, okay, why the break? Why are you coming back? Let's like, let's go through it. Oh my God. So it's like a whole thing. So I guess I started doing stand up when I first moved out here. Well, actually, I moved out here in like 2005 and then I started doing it around probably like 2010, eight. And I lived with, I don't know if you ever met like Angelo Bowers. No. But do you know of him? Yes, of course. So he was a really funny, funny man. Um, really funny guy and great guy. And he passed away. Unfortunately, he, he got killed in a car accident, but I lived with him and Josh out Myers. Right. Okay. And this is just so funny. Cause this is like so long ago, like Gerard Carmichael would like come watch my dogs when I had to like work long. Like it's just, and when everyone was starting, yeah. you know, and I loved it and yeah. it was a lot of fun. And I would, you know, go do all the open mics and everything with everybody. And then, um, I started to get really bad anxiety and I was like, fuck, I, I just, I was started, you know, I've always had anxiety my whole life, but it's, it started coming back. And so I was getting panic attacks and all kinds of things. And I was like, Oh, I don't know if I can do this. Um, and then I got, I, got, I was doing stand up at a spot and I got booked on a, a show on E and so okay. I was like, oh, I'll just do acting, you know, for some reason that was like easier for me. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I did that. And then that show went nowhere. And then I just kind of didn't come back because I just let my anxiety control the narrative of my life. You right. know, I was like, right. I got more and, and this is like, I mean, years before COVID and all that stuff, I just got more and more um, 
wanting to stay in my house all the time, uh, you know, feeling like that was my safe space. And I mean, I get that. Yeah. And I yeah. think a lot of people get it now, especially after COVID, you yeah. know, a lot of yeah. people I think that didn't have um, anxiety, I think have developed this weird thing. Of, yeah. Cause when you start to stay in your house, then like when you leave your house, it becomes like a big deal. Yes. And so that's how like my, I mean, it was, so I, it's like agoraphobia, but like, I guess maybe a, not as intense as some people where they literally cannot even go to their mailbox. Right. Right. But I had it to the point where every time I left the house, it was very anxiety inducing for me. I mean, right. going to the grocery store, doing these things, it was just stressful. Okay. And so I would just always try to fight it, but you know, I would never push myself past like too much of a comfort zone. Right. Right. So, you know, vine came out and then that was great. Cause I could just stay in my house and make vines. vines. And so everything was just kind of going along with me having this disorder of not wanting to leave my house. Right. And I was getting away with it. And, right. and then, you know, vine died. And then I was like, fuck, what do I do now? And it's been years and I got married and you know, I was just sitting there one day and I was talking to my therapist and, um, you know, she works with me with this, uh, a lot because my husband travels right, and he loves to travel. Right. And so with this disorder, it was very hard. I mean, as soon as I started dating my husband, he's like, we're going to, we're going to the Bahamas second week. I was like, uh. any other, like any, any, other right. girl, any other girl influencer would be like, oh my God, the Bahamas, uh, I can't <laughs> wait to take so many pictures. Like, oh, da, da, da. Right. But I was like, oh, the Bahamas. That's great. That's not in the house, right? <laughs> like that's that's far. That's a far place. So, and he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna be a, in a, on a yacht in the middle of the ocean." No. And I was like, "Wow, that sounds really safe. Like, God forbid anyone had a heart attack or a medical emergency, be a hospital right there, wouldn't there?" And I start freaking myself out. Right. I don't know why. It's like a weird. I don't know why I have like a very. Um, I'm always thinking about my my mortality. I think about my mortality constantly. I think a lot of people do. I'm very neurotic. I think about death every day. So, same. Why? <laughs> I don't well, know. Well, there's a name for it called thanophobia where I have like a very extreme fear of death. And uh -huh. so I don't like putting myself in. And this goes along with agoraphobia is, you know, sometimes people have the agoraphobia because they're afraid of putting themselves in dangerous situations where they can't get out, where they can't get help, that kind right. of thing. So that's like what... Right. started it for me and so yeah so so going on trips you know any other girl would be like oh my god france like, yeah, yeah, yeah. i can't wait but like yeah. for me i started freaking out right and i would talk to my therapist and be like oh my god but i really like this guy like i'd have to go and i would go and i would just fucking drug myself because like i couldn't and people would be like wow like you go all these places you do all these things but like i was like literally having to drug myself because right. i was so anxious oh like you're taking xanax no i was um i'm on an antidepressant called Effexor that I've been on for years. I'm on the lowest dose of it, but I had, um, is that I an SSRI? It is. Yeah. I'm on Prozac. Yeah. yeah. So it helps, you know? Yeah. Um, but I was, you know, at the, it wasn't Xanax. It was, um, Valium. Okay. So I was taking Valium to get through it, you know, the plane rides, but I've never abused benzos. Like I never had a problem with that, but I also knew that like, I can't take it every day right. because they're so addictive. And right. so like, I'd go on these trips and I'd be like having to take it every day. Cause I'd be freaking out right? and then get home and then stop, you know, not take it. And then you, you go through like a little withdrawal. Like it was just gnarly. Right. Um, so then I discovered CBD and I was using that and passion flower. And now I try to do natural stuff, you know? Um, but you know, if it's, I have them for emergencies, you know, right, when you're right. <laughs> my, my like heart rate will go like 180, 200. Really? Yeah. So like, um, I usually have my Apple watch on. I don't have it on right now, but it'll like alert me. It'll be like, okay, you're at 150. I put an alert at 150. So like, I could be just sitting here with you and it just go do, 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 like crazy. Really? Yeah. It's really weird. And well, uh, yeah. Well, okay. So then how did you decide to start doing stand up again? Okay. So basically what happened was, this is how it happened. So I started going on the trips with my husband and I was like, you know, it's all called exposure therapy. That's how you get through agoraphobia Okay, is an anxiety, like, and you know, panic attack, leaving the house is you have to put yourself in these uncomfortable situations. You have to. Right. Cause otherwise it's going to be this big thing and you're never going to get over it because you're going to keep looking at it like this monumental thing that you can't get over. Right. So I was like, 
going on the trips with my husband, that helped me beat it a little bit. I mean, I traveled the world with him. I've gone to Austria. I've gone, you know, That's to so fun. all these places. And I never had really gone anywhere before him, maybe a couple places, but, you know, and stayed for long periods of time with him in these places. Right. And then, um, you know, as our relationship has progressed, I would go to these places with him and not take any benzos, you know, to really put myself in it. And yeah, at night I'd have panic attacks, whatever, but like I'd be working my way through it. Right. And so the exposure therapy is basically like you put yourself in these situations again and again and again, and you realize, oh, I made it through. And then every time it kind of decreases in the amount of anxiety that it right. gives you because you have proof. Okay. I've done this before. I made it through. I'm okay. Okay. So what happened with stand up was you know, I was sitting at home and I was like, fuck, I really need to like get back out there. I really need to do something because I want to watch everybody and I, all my friends and I'm like, fuck, this is like what I always, you know, want to do. I love performing. And I was like, and everyone always tells me like your standup is so good. Oh, thanks. Jamar told me, (laughs) Stephanie Simbari told me like all these separate people. So I was like, I got to get, so then when I saw that you were doing it again, I was like, I got to get her on the podcast. You know, I won't forget. Like it was like when Mitzi was still alive and, and Tommy who, this guy, Tommy, who used to run like the comedy store back in the day. Oh yeah. I, mean, I remember Tommy. Tommy. Yeah. So I remember when the first, the first time I actually got to perform at the store, you know, not open mic, just regular performing. And I performed and he came up to me and he's like, don't ever stop doing this. This is what you're meant to do. You're so good. He's like, if yeah. you keep doing it, you'll be really good. And so I just told myself, you know, this is it. Like get back out there, do something. You can't keep sitting in your house, you know, and do nothing. And I just, you know, my therapist was like, go do it. Just go do it. And so when my husband was away, I wrote like my rewrote a whole set. That's awesome. Yeah. And I, and I, you know, I, I talked to people I knew at the improv and, and, uh, you know, the comedy store and places that I used to, you know, go all the time. And, um, they put me back on like right away. Yeah. The of improv was like, come do 15 minutes. Yeah. That's awesome. After like not performing for 10 years. Yeah. I'm like, can we do like a hot 10 or like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. can we do like a cool eight? Like, yeah. They were like, no, you're going to do 15. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, <laughs> sounds good. And then like, like it was so much pressure. Cause then my husband was so excited. He oh. literally invited like all of our friends and family. No. I'm like for the first show. No. I'm like, can we, can I get like one under my belt? Like, you yeah. know what I mean? But it was great. That's awesome. But I will tell you, before I went on stage, I was a mess. Did you get anxious? Um, l- a lot less lately. See? Just because it's that exposure. Yeah, because you do it so much. Yeah. So because I was just coming back and I was, I mean, I'm telling you, I was like, a me- like I was like, I was like shaking. Right. And then as soon as I'm up there, I'm fine. fine. But it's like the pre- show jitters right yeah and so I was just such a mess but I was great that's you awesome know, I did the 15 minutes and I had so much fun and now I've been doing it again and again and again almost you know like a couple times a week now and so you get more and more comfortable yeah I'm still not at the point where I mean obviously I have an anxiety disorder so I don't know if I'll ever be at the point where I am not anxious at all you know well but, I don't have an anxiety disorder but maybe I do I'm anxious a lot yeah that's that's like part of the <laughs> that's personality not normal. <laughs> yeah. like yeah, yeah, most yeah, people yeah. aren't. Yeah, yeah, it seems so normal yeah. to me. I mean, I'm anxious all the all time. The time. <laughs> That's an anxiety yeah. disorder, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to like diagnose you, but no, you definitely. Know. I'm definitely on Prozac, and that helps a little yeah. with like the looped. Yeah. Thinking. The obsessive. Uh, yeah. yeah. Do you have obsessive thoughts like that? Yeah, of course. And it's and the and the of course the like the um the negative thoughts is like, you know, you're always constantly going to the negative. So I try to rewire my brain and do positive. Yeah. That's what I do too. Yeah. So when you, you get in the negative thing, like, Oh, this is going to happen or I'm going to have a heart attack on stage or I'm going to fall down or I'm not going to do good or I'm going to this or that, you know, I try to stop myself and go, no, what if you're the fucking best? Yeah. What if you you kill it? You know, I try to be like the supportive parent I never had. You know what I mean? Like you're great. It's like hugging myself like a weirdo. Yeah. Like the self-talk that I say to myself is definitely insane. Yeah. Like you're a powerful being. (laughs) I was like, okay. I'm like on my way to do a spot. I'm like, I am a powerful (laughs) being. I'm like, I listen to crazy like affirmation music sometimes about like making money. It's great. It's (laughs) great. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. You got to manifest it. Yeah. And so so that's really power. I mean, our brain is so powerful, you know, and in the positive and the negative, what you think you become, right? No, a hundred percent. If you're constantly thinking the negative about yourself, 
then you're hate to say it for all the anxiety people, you know, it's like great. And now we're always constantly on a negative loop, but you you can stop it. You really can. If you catch yourself and go, nope, no, that's not true. I'm, I'm great. And I'm going to be fine. I'm great. And I've been fine this many times. So why would I not be right? Right. So how are you feeling like getting back into stand up? Good. Are you, I am. I'm really, I mean, I'm so happy to be doing it. Like I'm so proud of myself for, you know, and I go to the spots by myself and I leave and I'm like, you know, I'm in Calabasas. So it's like an hour drive and I'm there by myself. And you know, like my anxiety is, is like a safety anxiety is like, I like to be near my house. I like to be near a hospital. Like I'm very weird. So the fact that I'm doing all these things by myself is great. Um, I will say that it's kind of funny though, because, um, I have beta blockers cause my heart g- does get way too high and my, mm-hmm. my doctor doesn't want it to go over 200. So I monitor. And if I'm going, if it's going like, you know, one over 160, mm-hmm. he's like, can you please just take a beta blocker? Cause it's like, just not good. You right. Know? So <laughs> I was performing at the bourbon room like a couple weeks ago and Brett Goldstein was standing there backstage and I was about to go on. He was just kind of standing there watching the comics just with me. And my watch alerted me that my, <laughs> my heart rate was going like 170. Okay. And I was like, fuck, I gotta take a beta blocker, but I don't want him to like see me popping pills before I go on stage, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm like literally take out my beta blocker and I just take it really quick and he's staring at no, me. And no. I'm like, oh, great. I'm gonna get like the reputation like she takes drugs before she performs. Like she's a drug addict. But like, you know, I was like, like, it's a beta blocker. Like, like I literally had to tell him. Everyone in comedy is on something. Yeah, well, I was so. like, I, I literally like had to tell him. I was like, it's a fucking beta blocker, okay? You want to <laughs> see it? Like, it's not, I'm not taking drugs, you know? But yeah, it was kind of funny. It was like kind of embarrassing, you know? But, yeah. you know, I'll get there. I mean, I've only been back at it for what, two months now, so. But that's awesome. Yeah. That's a huge step. It is a huge step for me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very proud of myself. Like, do you think you'll go on tour and go on the road? You know, I was thinking I'm probably going to go on tour when Motley goes on tour because my husband's band's going to play the U.S. again at some point. So I was like, if I'm already going to be in all the big cities, I'm just going to do it when he goes. And then that way we're on the tour bus together. That's awesome. I know, kind of feeding into my agoraphobia, a little bit of not being by myself. But like, you know, it's all good. And then that's also, you know, they don't have to pay for my travel, whatever, right? That's awesome. Yeah. That's genius. Yeah, actually. it'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So and then like, you can be do doing it. your own thing. And then. Exactly. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. Um. So how long have you been married? I've been married for four years. How is married life? It's great. Like, like my it. husband is so cool. I mean, he's so just cool. such a good guy. I mean, I've dated such. Well, I don't want to say this. I've dated some okay guys. And then I've dated some terrible guys. And I dated then, some terrible I mean, guys. I think that's just LA, right? Like you it's have like 90% to- 90% yeah. of them are horrible. And and when I first met my husband, everyone was like, you're gonna go out with Tommy Lee? Like you're fucking gonna put yourself through it. Like this guy's probably a fucking playboy. He's on drugs, da da da. He's got disease, like, you know, all of it. My, girl, right. my girlfriends were like not supportive. Right. And, but he was so nice. Like from the minute I started talking to him, he would like text me all the time. And then like, if I- like, he's texting me back. Yeah. Tommy Lee's texting me back. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't even that. It was just like, it was like, he just had no shame. Like if I didn't respond fast enough, he'd be like, hello? Like oh, who does I that? like that? Can you imagine if we did that no. as a girl? Hello, oh, you'd be crazy. The guy would be like, "Don't ever fucking text me again, <laughs> right?" Yes, he's so scared of us. Yeah. Hello, why are you not responding? Uh, yeah. Hello, it's been three seconds. <laughs> yeah. Do you not like me? What did I do? You know? Yeah. Like yeah, all yeah, yeah. So it was so cool because he he was just so responsive and so interested and he like invited me to everything. It was just so nice. Just, he's just a really nice person. People say that about him. He has a really big heart. Um, and so, yeah, I just kind of fell in love with him right away. We hung out and we just clicked and we just have hung out every day since then. And, you know, made it through COVID and everything together. And just, That's you know, crazy. he's my best friend, like in the whole wide world. That's so cool and but, awesome. Yeah. I could hang out with him every day and not get annoyed. That's huge. Yeah, it's huge. Right? Because, yeah. like, there aren't many people I could hang out with every day and not get annoyed not with. Not me either. Literally. Like, I would I would want to kill most people. But he's so, like, he's just, like, my comfort person. And he's so loving. And he is not the, ki- the guy that people think he is. You know, people all the time are like, oh, he's a cheater. No, no, no. He's never cheated on me. He's never been unfaithful. He always keeps in touch with me. Like, he's just very, like, a good guy. It's not the guy that you'd expect him to be. Right. 
Right, he's like right. very romantic. He's very um, well, but also it's like a rock and roll persona too, right? Yeah, for like, guys to be like do the guys to be douchebags, but he's right. just so not that guy. It's right. like it's just he's just like a hopeless romantic. He's that's just so cute. So, yeah, he's awesome. That's cute. Yeah. So how long have you guys been together? Total six years total. Six years. Mm-hmm. That's a while. It's a long time. How long until you? How long were you dating until you guys got married? Um, we started dating in like. Early 2017, and we got married in 2019. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, I mean, but I think he proposed to me, like, six months after we started dating. Really? Yeah, I think it was pretty fast. I were mean, you surprised, or did you, did you... I mean, I knew we were going to get married, because he, we just were, were just so in love, like, immediately. Like, he, he just... I don't know, it's just so weird. Like, we just spent every second together. It was just, like, every day, just... You know, it was just love and lovemaking and just like amazing connections and just cuddling. That's and just awesome. like it was just it's first like six months straight, it just every day and then, you know, um and it, it and then even after the like honeymoon period wore off, it mm-hmm. was like just being with your best friend, you know, and it just right. was like so it wasn't like a dip, you know, how for some people like that infatuation wears off. It was like, no, but then it was like just like, oh my God, I love this person as my friend too. And that's awesome. Yeah, like I'm all the different so, levels I'm of love. So grateful. I mean, I really am. Like I just never imagined, you know, that I'd be with someone who and he's so um upfront about everything. Like he's very transparent. He's not secretive. You know, that's he, such a nice quality. Yeah, because I mean a lot of and this is always, another thing I know is like all of his exes message him and are like, you were the best. Like all of them. And that's how another thing I know that like he's a great guy. Yeah, because you're not gonna message your ex that they're the best unless ever. they're really the fucking best. Ever. Yeah. Like I would never do that. No. I've never messaged any of my exes that, but these women that he was married to text him and even me. I have Heather, I'm friends with his one ex, Heather Locklear. She'll even tell me he was the best. And like, I'm like, that is so nice to hear. That is so from, nice And to hear. she is so nice, you know, That's and they so had, cute. I mean, they were married for eight years. They had a great relationship too. And, you know, and he tells me, you know, he was a different person at that time and he, he did mess up in that relationship. But, you know, it's cool because like, there's all love there. You know what I mean? And she's yeah. really sweet and it, it's just like a good, it's just good energy. You know what I'm that's saying? awesome. That's yeah. a, it's also so mature to be able to be friends with someone. That well, you try to be friends with everyone. Some people, it just doesn't really work out because there's like whatever ulterior motives, but, right. um, but she's very like very nice and has been so supportive of me and nice that's, to me. That's so cool. Yeah. She is very, very cool. That's I like awesome. really, really, really like her and um and you know and we've even gone and hung out with her together which is like you know that's so I mean, fun people wouldn't <laughs> normally do that but like it's like she's just such a nice person and yeah it um, becomes like a family member yeah kind of. yeah yeah and 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 I love that and like I said I just it's like I see these people that are like still so in love with, like well not that she's in love with him but she always have love for him um, and that just makes me feel good to know because I'm like, okay, like, you know, he is like He's a, a really good person. good person. Yeah. Which is what, which is the most important thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I mean, he obviously hasn't been perfect his whole life. He's made some really, really big mistakes. The person that I've met and the person that he is now he's a really good good guy that's awesome you know, he just like loves his bonsai trees he has bonsai trees yeah he has like 30 <laughs> and he's just like he a does. mellow dude like people think tommy lee and they think like fucking drinking and like domestic violence and like right. craziness and right. like oh uh, like hooking up with porn stars right. and all this stuff but like he is literally like mr miyagi he's like trimming his bonsai he literally trees. Is just <laughs> sitting there like with his legs crossed like cutting his little trees no. and like baking cookies no. and like just like so not hard at all no like, he's like covered in tattoos and he's like i'm gonna make these cookies and no. i'm like I just want to like post it. I'm like he's literally just sitting there, like like bakes. Co- he like baked cookies last night. That's so cute. Like that's, that's who he is. <laughs> like he's just that guy now. He bakes cookies and he, trims his bonsai. And trims his bonsai. And every night before we go to bed, he watches bonsai videos. No, like just YouTube videos no. of 
people <laughs> cutting bonsai trees. I'm like, dude, this is so not. No. This is not hard at all. Like no. this is. So, and he just sits there and watches it and just like loves it. And I'm like, do you want me to suck your dick? He's like, no, I like love these trees. I'm like, all right. Like it's very mellow. <gasps> bonsai tree videos. It's, <laughs> it's so funny so because like you don't know like when you start dating someone or you enter a relationship with someone, you never know what their interests are going to be. Right. Like I was dating this guy and every night he would listen to alien videos. Every oh, like night. UFO findings yeah, and whatnot. Like every night. And how was that with your relationship? I mean, by the end I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm tired of you falling asleep to the news about, you know, the outside world. Did you not believe in that? I believed in it and it was fun at first. Cause I like smoking weed and I'd be like, yeah, tell me what else is <laughs> happening with the aliens. Right. But then it was like, he was listening to it every night and I just, it wasn't vibing with me anymore. I Dead. lost the, I didn't have the passion for the aliens in the same way he did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, let's talk extraterrestrials casually from time to time. Yeah. Like when not I'm high. every day. Not like, yeah. He's like fucking you and he's like, I love this intergalactic <laughs> pussy. Yeah. You're like, it's not intergalactic. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's so funny. Exactly. He was like, just so obsessed with it. Whoa. And then he got, also got obsessed with crypto. Oh, oh boy. That would and have that, me out. That, that was rough. I could have done the aliens, but not the crypto. The crypto? <laughs> the crypto is worse than the aliens. When he was collecting froggies. All right. Well, Dude, I can't, I can't hard. even get into it dead. <laughs> so are you single right now? Yeah, I'm single you right are? now. Are you, yeah. are you on Raya or anything I'm like on that? Raya. It's Everyone's on Raya it's now. It's horrible. Yeah, how it's bad now? It's bad. That's how I met my husband. You guys met on Raya? Yeah, but this was like when it first started. Like you didn't have to pay a membership or anything. I remember Vine closed down. So it was like 2000, I think 15 Vine closed. And then they were like developing Raya, I think 2016, 2017. And then they, the, one of the creators or somebody reached out to me and was like, hey, we want to put you on this app. On Raya. Yeah. And they were like, it's all like. Celebrities. Well, they didn't say it like that. They said it was um, people that are successful and, you know, on the same, you know, caliber or whatever. And I was like, okay. And whatever that means, but you know, right. So I was like, okay. Cause I done like e-harmony and stuff. E-harmony. Bro. <laughs> That's a different Bro. journey. It's so bad. <laughs> what happened on e-harmony? Well, it's so funny. Cause they do ask you kind of like personal questions when you sign up. They're yeah. like, how much money do you make? And yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. They're like, we're going to try to match you with people that make that amount of money. So of right. course I put like the most. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I was doing great. I was doing really great. Um, so then I, I matched with this guy on eHarmony and I should have known because his, his picture on there looked like it was like, like, like he uploaded it, like scanned it in. <laughs> like it wasn't even a picture he had in his phone. Okay. It okay. was like an old, like he took a picture of a picture. Okay. And he had one picture. And he okay. was like, I'm a stunt man. I'm 5'10". No, I, no. I make, stunt you know, man. the picture was hot though. In the picture, he looked like Brad Pitt or some shit, right? Right. So I was like, all right, stunt man. You know, he's like, I make good money, blah, blah, blah. Like, and I, so we match and we're talking and he seems cool. I pissed off the stunt man community, but keep going. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, with a joke. Okay, keep oh, going. Oh, fuck. All right, well, let's just dr drive the needle in further. <laughs> yeah. Just fucking twist the knife <laughs> yeah. in the wound because this gets bad. Yeah. So, so I, I was like, okay, yeah, come pick me up like let's hang out right so I fucking I'm getting ready he's like okay I'm like turning onto your street and I hear like no, you know like the old no, calamity jane car no, like it's just like no, like the no. car is just making like cartoon noises no. it's like no. and I'm like what is that fucking noise like I go outside and I'm like what is happening and I see this rusty piece of shit I don't even know what it was it literally no. looked like a car out of the animaniacs or some no. shit it was like <laughs> like no. coughing like, <laughs> like the car was coughing yeah. and I, he pulls up and he gets out this motherfucker is 5'4". No. He said he was 5'10". I'm like, bitch, I could put my chin on top of his head. I said, excuse me. No, you didn't. And he was like, hey, it's me. And I was like. <laughs> I was like, bro. So what, I wasn't even going to fake it. What did you say? I said immediately no. I was like, absolutely not. Like, this man was going to chop me up into 30 pieces. He probably wasn't a stuntman at all. No, probably he not. He is probably fucking Jeffrey Dahmer 2.0. Like, he already lied about his, age, uh, his height, height and his success, obviously, because his car was like a beater from like 1985, which I normally wouldn't care, but the thing literally- But like, you're it, short- 
And, and your car's gonna explode when we get into it. No, mm. no. And he pass. harmony, he harmony is harmony. such a throwback. Bro. Okay, e so <laughs> my first mistake falling for that commercial. Yeah, we were so we're so happy now. Yeah. Um I just fall for everything. So then the, so then he's like literally five four and I was like, dude. You said you were 5'10". You said that? Yes. Say. I'm not going to fucking beat around the fucking bush for this guy. <laughs> What's he going to do? Karate chop me? Like, yeah, I can't. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, stunt man. Yeah. He's yeah. like, just kidding. He, like, makes his legs longer. <laughs> it's, like, part of his stunt trick. Just pulls his legs, like. But anyway, so I was like, dude, you said you were 5'10". He's like, I am. I was like, I'm 5'6". And no. I'm a whole head taller than you. No. You got heels on. I'm like, even without the heels, no, trust no. me, you're not 5'10". Anyway, so I, I was like, I just don't feel comfortable. You lied. And uh, so I and I was like, also, I feel like I'm gonna have diarrhea. I have a stomach ache. So I just threw you that in there too. Yeah. Diarrhea always works. Like there's nothing more to turn a guy off than be like, I have diarrhea. Like, <laughs> no one's gonna want to fuck you if you yeah, say like, you I got diarrhea. Like it's leaky. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, they don't yeah. want that. Yeah. So you casually just so I just was like, yeah, and I gotta fucking shit myself. So I gotta go. And he was like, okay, do you want to like remake plans and I was like no I really don't actually <laughs> and that was it. I'm gonna go inside now and I just got in, I just went inside I didn't even go get in his car or anything no I didn't even play around like most girls would be like okay and like put themselves through the date no but I kind of respect that more yeah, I don't have time for this <laughs> no, yeah. like I don't have time I'm not gonna pretend right yeah like, why would I do that to myself no, I don't so, know. I mean, I've gotten on so many horrible dates. Yeah. I've gone on a date with a guy who's 24. I go, yeah, because normally I like him hot and old. That's normally Same. my thing. Hot and I'm old. like, great. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hot, old with tattoos. That's my vibe. Oh, you're trying to date my husband? No, What's going no, on? I'm not. I have to fight this bitch on her own podcast. <laughs> She's like, so how's your relationship going? Is it going good or bad? Just let me know. Okay. No, but I went on a date with a 24-year-old. Because oh, I was like, I'm mixing it up. It I'm could trying be, to be fun. I'm trying to be open-minded. This is I, my stepson's age. 24. 24. Can you it's an alien. Well, how old are you? Like 28? No, I'm 36. We're the same age. Well, you look way younger than me. I've been through some shit. <laughs> Not that you haven't. No, no. So like, um, so I went on a date with him and I thought for sure, like, this is going to be great. Like, he's going to be impressionable. Like, maybe he'll like want to be in a relationship because he's young. And then when I sat down with him, he was like, I just got a divorce and I have a baby. And I was like, whoa, you've been living harder than anyone <laughs> my age that I know. He is a baby. Yeah. And he has a baby. Yeah. And then I was like, and he didn't pay for my coffee. What the fuck? <laughs> and I was like, I'm done. Where'd you meet this guy? Raya. How'd he get on Raya if he can't pay for coffee? He could pay for coffee. Oh, okay. That's the thing. Ew. He already got his, it was a coffee date and he got his coffee before me and he was drinking his latte. Um. Then I was like, oh, I'm going to get a coffee. And he's like, oh, I already got one. Gross. That's weird, right? That is weird. Yeah. And so, then and then he didn't want to. You didn't want to go on another date. No. Yeah, but he had a baby and he an ex wife at twenty four, and the baby lived in another state, which I wasn't vibing with. I'm like, weird. I need you in the same state as your kid. Yeah, weird. Like when a bad he see dad at twenty four. <laughs> like no, that's too many strikes. So many strikes. <laughs> right. Oh my god! And I'm like, I, it would be different if you were divorced in your 30s or 40s yeah. or 50s. Yeah. It almost comes with the territory, right? But here I am thinking I'm going to get this like fresh, young, <laughs> right off the vine. Nothing's touched it or damaged it yet. So you got the bad. fucking apple that already fell on the ground has <laughs> yeah. been rotting. Yeah. Like at 24. Yeah, exactly. That's fucked. Yeah. Damn, I would think the same thing. 24, like. I do think about that sometimes. I mean, I'll never be, I won't be single obviously for a very long time, but I do think about that if, when, if, and when that time, I'll probably die before my husband. Um, truthfully, <laughs> I'll tell you about that in a second. But like, I do think about that. I'm like, you know, the young guys, if you do get them young enough, not to like, not like young predator young, but yeah. like in their twenties, usually yeah. they're like pretty impressionable. That's, they like, that's like, what you think. They like like a mommy. So like you could be mo <laughs> uh, like a mommy. That's what I thought you know? too. Right. And then I was they like, worship is, you. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Get no. them, you know, so that I don't know. That's weird. It was really weird. It and it weird. also felt like it made me feel really old and weird. Like we had different cultural references. You look like you're like 18. No, but when we were sitting down talking, I just felt like I was like, kind of like babysitting him. I, like, I almost felt like I was his therapist too. Cause I was like, oh, that's really hard. <laughs> we're talking about the divorce and like the Stop. custody. And I'm like, I can't imagine dealing with that at 24 actually. 
I can't imagine dealing with that now when I'm 36, let alone like a divorce and like custody at 24. When did he get married? Probably when he was like 12. I don't know. Damn. I checked out completely. Yeah, I would. I was too. just like, I'm on another planet right now. Yeah, that's weird. And then he's like, you want to hang out later? And I never hung out with him again. Oh my gosh. I so have a lot of first dates. So that's how it's been going? Yeah. And then like, I... I'm, I'm a home person too. Like uh-huh. I don't really love getting out of my comfort zone. Right. Like going to meet a strange man yes. from an app. Right. It's already like it's sketchy. sketchy as fuck. Yeah, sketchy. I'm always like sending my address to my friends. I'm like, I'm going here with this guy from Raya. This is what he looks like. This is his Instagram. Wow. Um, I went out with a psycho guy from You Raya. did? Oh my God. What happened? He was scary. What? Tell me about it. He was an artist. <laughs> they and he all was like, are artists. <laughs> creative so so he like we're on the first date and actually it's going really well right and then out of nowhere we start talking about like our last relationships and this Uh is before my husband i went on like two dates before my husband and then my husband but so then i'm on, on we're talking about relationships and i remember um he was like yeah i just i got out of a relationship like a year ago and i was like what happened and he's like well I punched her in the face. No. <laughs> no. On the date? I was like, bro, like, you know, you don't have to tell me that. No. No. He was like, I punched her in the face. No. Literally, that's what he said. <laughs> no. And I was like, why? Like, why would you hit a woman? And then he goes. Then tell another date about it. And tell me. As our date's going really okay, well. Yeah. But I'm also like, thanks for telling me, you fucking psycho. psycho. Right? Because I think that I thought that he was cool. And then he goes, well, she hit me first. And I don't believe in guys. You know, I don't think it's. I think if women, women want to be treated equally, then they should really be treated equally. That was his, <laughs> arg- that was his argument. And I said, yeah, like for pay and like, you know, good stuff. And he's like, yeah, well, you can't just have it stop there. No. He's like, (laughs) you want to be treated equally? Take this fist like a fucking man. (laughs) And he fucking punched this girl in the face. (gasps) No. He's like, and then I said, well, what happened then? Was she okay? He's like, no, I like kind of fucked her up. And then. And literally just telling me this. And I'm just sitting there. <laughs> no. no. I'm like, am I in danger? No. Yes. And then I was like, fuck. And I'm, and no, I'm like, uh, like no shame. Like not even That's feeling bad. insane. And then, he, and then he's like, yeah. And then she got a restraining order against me because she thought I was going to like do some more stuff. But I was like, no, it was only because she hit me first. <laughs> I was like, okay, Brock. That wasn't his name. But it Big Brock energy. Been, right, Brock yeah. energy, right? So then it freaked me out. Because we had had a great date up until that point. I mean, we'd been talking for like two hours and then this came out. So that that was a big red. That was a, that was the flag. And I normally love a red flag. Like I'll decorate my house with them. (laughs) I'll dance with them. Like I will fucking, I love a red flag. I'll wear them. I'll make them accessories. But that I could not, I could not look past that. That was very scary to me. That is so scary. And so- I got very awkward and turned down at the end of that day and he could tell. And he was like, why are you being different? (laughs) I was like, like, oh God, am I about to get hit right now? (laughs) I'm like, please don't Manny Pacquiao me, please. I was like bracing my face. I'm like thinking about the nose job I'm gonna get after he breaks it. No, no. I'm like, well, I kind of do want a new new nose job. (laughs) Anyway, so then I start getting weird and he's like, why are you getting weird? Don't be weird. No. He's like, I really like you. I feel like we have a really good thing going here. I was like, listen, Mike Tyson, like I, you can't be hitting people. You can't hit women in the face and tell me you think it's cool. Like you just can't do that. And I literally said that to him. Right. So then we go outside and waiting for my Uber because he's flinching. Listen, I was like every five seconds. Um, so I'm waiting for my Uber because I didn't even want him to drive me home. He had picked me up and that's a big mistake. And I want to tell like your audience that if you're going on a first date with someone, do not have them pick you up at your house. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. a fucking moron. I had this man fucking pick me up at my house. He knows where I live now, right? The Biggest mistake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Like literally, I was like, I can't like have this UFC fighter know where I live. I mean, he wasn't even a UFC fighter. He was an artist. Yeah. So, I was, so he knows where I live. I was like hoping he would forget. Anyway, I texted him my address. He had it. So I was like, I'm going to get an Uber, right? Uh-huh. I'm going to go home. So we're outside waiting for the Uber. And I get stopped sometimes for people see me and they're like, I loved your videos, whatever. They want to take pictures, right? Mm-hmm. 
So I'm outside the restaurant where he's standing with me and some young 16 year old boy is coming out with his family and he goes, oh my God, Brittany, I loved you on Vine. Can I take a picture with you? Uh huh. And I was like, of course, of course. And then he goes to the guy, hey, do you mind taking it? And the guy, the guy literally <laughs> is like, <sighs> and I can no, see him like, no. I can see him like no. fucking like revving up, like getting no. angry, like, like turning red. At- I can see like the veins. No. And I was like, oh God, is he going to knock out this 16 year old? Like no. all of a sudden I start seeing all these like scary things. And so he grabs the phone from the 16 year old and he like takes a shitty photo and he like throws it at him. And the 16 year old's like, thanks. And then like leaves. And I was like, why'd you do that? And he's like, because I'm standing here with you. And he didn't ask me if I cared. No, you took a picture with him. That's crazy. Bro. Bro, he was going to start so hitting you scary. a week later. Literally that night probably. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Shut up. Shut yeah. Up. What? So I was like, dude, you, I said to him, I said, you're scary. I said that. I was like, you're fucking scary, bro. Like you're fucking, I'm scared. Like yeah. what's up American Horror Story, the yeah. person? Like yeah. that's what you are. Yeah. I was so scared. And so my Uber came and I was like, don't contact me, right? Right. So I go to my house. I'm like, that's it. And I prayed to God and I messaged my friends and I told them this and I was like, this is fucked up. Like this <laughs> yeah, is scary, yeah, right? Yeah. So my friends, uh, like I told them the whole story. The next day I was like, I have to be done with this guy. Like I'm probably hopefully never see him again, right? So I get, I, I go, I'm running late to like an appointment or something. I get in my car, uh-huh. I go to back out of my driveway and there's a car behind my car. I'm scared. And guess who's in the fucking car? No, no, no. Yes. No. Him. No. Fucking Popeye. No. (laughs) Just clenching the steering wheel. No, this is a fucking nightmare. I'm serious. This is Raya. This is a guy that's on Raya. And I I don't even know if he's still in there. I should have reported his ass. I didn't. Anyway, I was scared because he knew where I lived. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, I can't fucking really fuck with his life because what if he just comes and fucking puts me in a fucking... A fucking yeah. you know, sleeper hold, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like a night for life. So so I fucking he gets out of his car. He's parked behind my no, car, so no, I can't go anywhere. No. And he has flowers. And he's Whoa, sh- that's he, even cra- and that's he's, crazy. And he's shaking. He's shaking. And he's like and he, and knocks, not, and he, and he knocks on my window and I put it down like this much. I'm like, bitch, you're gonna have to break the glass first. <laughs> I put down like this much and I'm like, hey, what's up? And he's like Hey, I just felt like we had like a really good connection. And <laughs> no. Yes, he's shaking. No. And he's like, I got these f- flowers for you. And I just feel like we should go on another date. And like, you should give me another chance. And I was like, okay, cool. I got to go. And I was like, you can just like leave. I'm like, and I, and I was just like, I can't, I'm going to rush. Like I have to leave. Like I can't. And he's like, okay, okay. Okay, cool. And then he literally pursued me and like continued to text me like seven more times. No. And then I just was like, stop, you know? And he eventually did stop, but he was like hooked for a minute. And that's a bad feeling. It was scary. I mean, I'm, well, it's a bad. I'm really cool and really funny, <laughs> so it, I get it. But, but no, when I've they're been, scary, when they're scary like that, and they're like not hearing what you're mm-hmm. saying, no, that's, there's nothing scarier. Like I'm like, why can't the cool guys be obsessed <laughs> with me? Like, why does it have to be the fucking psychos? Like the cool guys want nothing to do with me until my husband, and then like you know, then the psychos are like, I love you, and I'm like, <laughs> not you. I want him. You know, <laughs> yeah, 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 like yeah, that's like, how it is. Why, so that's why the cool guys are cool because they like don't care, care you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like I really feel like we had a good connection they're like yeah whatever good <laughs> connections with everyone <laughs> like AT&T <laughs> like, it's kind of depressing um but yeah so he eventually let go which was why well, I kind of wonder where he is right now probably jail probably jail yeah he was scary dude like literally told me that shit right away like who does that don't you hide that I would, but yeah. obviously not very smart. No, there's lots of weirdos. I mean, I went on a date with a guy on Raya who I thought was kind of cute. And then he showed up with a purse that was similar to the purse that I was wearing. And then that really threw me. Cause like, I was like, he was wearing it. He was wearing like a purse and I had a purse that was literally the same purse as him. Like it was like a shoulder bag. It was like a casual bag, but he had it on too. And then I was like, huh? Like I, I like the idea of like a Harry Styles energy, but like this is like making me feel. This like a pink purse. This is it. Just was making me feel weird. It was feminine. It was feminine. Was he feminine? Well, I didn't think so. But then the purse <laughs> was really throwing me off. 
I couldn't get past the purse. I'm dead. There I couldn't n- get past the purse. There was and no I feel like signs? I'm open minded, yeah. like for the most part. And I'm just like, the purse is a no. It was like the way he was wearing it. It was similar to the way I was wearing mine. I was like, we can't <laughs> both be wearing bags. Oh my gosh. You know? That is a little. I mean, my husband does wear like a crossbody purse, but it's like a man's purse. No, it's like his Prada vibe men's was, purse. His vibe was not it wasn't masculine it enough was, to so be he, doing it. What was he, an artist? Yeah. Everyone's a fucking, fucking artist. artist. Jesus Christ. He was an artist and he lives like three houses down from me. Whoa. So then I was like, oh, this could be convenient. And then I quickly realized that it's a major inconvenience now. Was his energy feminine? His There was just parts of him that were feminine and we just weren't vibing. Right. I don't know how to explain it. You know how like you start having a conversation with someone and you're like, oh, there's no connection here. Okay. Yeah. But then you have to endure the rest of the hangout. I don't endure it. <laughs> I go, this shit's awkward. You're wrapping it up. I'm like, listen, bro, I'm going to call truce. Let's, <laughs> let's just do us both a favor and get the fuck out of here and not waste any more of our life. Yeah. Like yeah, I yeah. literally will say that. Yeah, but that's nice. Yeah, you should do it. Don't don't waste your I time endure. anymore. I enjoy. Don't the endure. Day. I mean, unless you want the story. It's a good. Yeah, it's, good it's for a good stories. story, I guess. But not anymore. I don't have. I, I, I don't have the energy there. for the story. Right. Then f- bye. Bye bye. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut the fucking shit. <laughs> I know. Who, I know. Who are you doing? You're not doing him any favors. I know. And you're not doing you any favors. No, I know. And you just could be more cutthroat. Fucking like, slit the throats. Listen, sir, your shoulder bag made me feel weird. It's too similar to the one I have on, and I don't see this going any further. Did he pull lip gloss out and start putting it on? No, but that wouldn't have been shocking. Because <laughs> then I started looking at his eyebrows. I'm like, they're very done. They're like a little too done. You know what I mean? I'm like, I feel like he might be doing his brows he and went to wearing Anastasia a- Beverly Hills. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you're doing your brows and you're wearing a bag that's similar to mine. Some guys are very metro and like are straight. But they're metro. Like I'm into like a guy who's ha- likes flair. I'm not above that, right? You know, like I like a guy with a necklace. I like a guy with a bracelet. It hasn't yeah. served me well, right? But yeah, <laughs> so I'm like open minded for the most part. Just watch out for the pinky ring. That's always the a- pinky <laughs> ring is the first big red flag. He's I got a pinky ring. That's a that's a no no. That is clearing up but some wait. things for me actually right now. I'm like I am hanging out with a man who does have a pinky ring. <laughs> Get out of there. Get out of there. That's so crazy. Yeah. So no good no good prospects right now? No. But wow. also like I've kind of just I'm at the point where I'm like, I'm not really looking okay. as much yeah, don't because look. it feels like thirsty Forced. Yeah, and, yeah. and desperate. Yeah. And like I don't I'm not really into that. But if I were to match with someone and I felt excited about it, yeah. I'd go out with them. Yeah. But are you straight? Yeah. Fully. Yeah, I'm straight. Cool. I mean, like, I I went to a strip club and I'm like, maybe I am bi for like <laughs> two weeks after that. <laughs> Couldn't stop thinking about the titties. Yeah, the titties. The titties are mesmerizing. The titties will get you. <laughs> I was like, I'm gay, maybe. And then I came back maybe. and I was like, no. You never know until you try. Mm, Not to force you. I think I'm, I like guys. <laughs> I like guys. She's like, I like a joystick. <laughs> I like a joystick. Dead. Yeah. I do like titties in passing. You know, yeah, at the strip club. Titties in passing. The titties. Are fun. They're fun. I don't think anyone <laughs> doesn't like titties. Yeah, like, I've never met a person that was like, nah, no titties for me. No titties like, for me. I've never even met a girl who said no titties for me. I feel like there are some straight girls who might not like titties, right? You're asking two guys. Two guys. They're like, like- I, would definitely say, <laughs> I would definitely not say no to a pair of titties ever. <gasps> yeah. Women's no, bodies just, are just so much more beautiful to me. So much more me. beautiful. Yeah. But just like the thought of like a vagina that's not mine is a lot for me. Like I'm bi, but I did not like eating pussy. That's what I'm afraid of. That's not, I don't like that. Cause I'm like, <laughs> hey. I don't know what she's doing with that. Like I'm very clean, right? Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And like my shit, I keep crispy. Same. All right, it's not actually doing, crispy, but you know, I keep it fresh. You do a quick check. You do a check before someone's gonna go. I mean, always, and I just cl- I wash myself. I'm very like, and some girls. I got a special soap. Right? Yeah. Like some girls though, they're like, they sit in They're it. wild. You know what I mean? They That's like, what I'm saying. They're like hippie vibes. They don't even use real deodorant. They put yeah. like a lemon under their armpits and shit. Yeah, like I can't. And then like no. the thought of getting down on a girl and then being like, actually doing that feels like it would actually, be. Actually, no. <laughs> actually. 
I don't know what the fuck's happening so down here. I didn't really like that. I didn't like like the idea of me not being able to see inside. Yeah. Like with a, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what's happening under yeah, the hood? That's what I mean. You know, like guys, like they don't really seem to care. Do you yeah. guys ever think about that? When you're eating pussy, you're just like, whatever, eat pussy, right? Get it done. Yeah. Get it done. Yeah. Get it done. But like a girl, someone like, told me, a guy told me the only way out is through. And I was like, <laughs> that's what my therapist tells me about my anxiety. Dead. About eating pussy. No, about he my anxiety. Said. Dead. That's hilarious. Yeah. But like, like for a dick, it's just so different because you can it's right see there. everything. There's no weird crevices. If there's parts that are not looking right, you can see that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'd be like, hey, there's something on your dick. What is what that? What is it? But with a pussy, you don't know. There could be bumps Ugh, and lumps in and there that wet. you don't know about. It's wet. It's Girls all smell different, oh, right? You guys yeah. ever eat a smelly pussy? Yes. See, what do you do? <sighs> what do you do? Hold what do you do? Hey, you just, you gotta be a gentleman. If she's a good person, you know? Hey, no. I can't do that. <laughs> That's I'll why I'm there. Nope. straight. See? Because I'm like, yeah. if I get one bad puss, I'm out. But I'm not straight <laughs> and I, that would be a no for me. If okay, that's just okay, smelled well, maybe fucking I'm, weird, maybe I wouldn't I'm fake bi. it. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'll dry hump the shit out of you, but I will not eat that. Okay? That shit smells like fucking day-old pot roast. <gasps> no. Yeah, like, I can't, like, if I smell something weird, I'm not into it. I'm out. Yeah. On a guy, too. No yeah. bad, No bad smells. No fucking... You know, fucking crusty dicks or like no, lumpy dicks. Lumpy dicks. What about the multicolored dicks? You ever get one of those? Those yeah. are funky. <laughs> yeah, like, like where the it's purple brown. Shades. The like, it's like the fucking zebra dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. where'd the zebra dick come from? Like, <laughs> yeah. you're a white dude. Yeah. It's like a swirly dick. Yeah. It's weird. It is weird. Yeah. There are a lot of different types of dicks. I'm so glad I married someone that has like a very nice dick. That's huge. Notoriously. It is huge, the dick. Oh, yeah, that's, per huge. That, that's perfect for it's you. <laughs> I don't love a big dick. You don't. I don't. I'm, I'm a small it, girl. it can hurt. I, it's like the hospital. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah, I, I do this in my stand, but I always say like, it's like I've gotten really good at knowing where all my internal organs are <laughs> because he's fucking poked them with his penis. Yeah, no, like, I it's, it's dated a guy with a big dick and I felt like at one point he was fucking my spleen. Exactly. And I was like, I need for you to get the fuck out of my yeah. spleen right now. Yes. And people are all like, oh, I love big dick. I love big dick. I'm like, wait till you have a really big dick and you're not just sitting there. You're fighting for your life. Like you literally <laughs> got to make sure you turn the right way. Like he doesn't go in too far because like that could be fucking that could be it. Game Goodbye. Over, Game sweetie. over. That could be like, it. I don't even really like eating shish kebab that much anymore because I know what it feels like to be one. You know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh. Well, this was our podcast. <laughs> on I, that note, on that shish kebab, and big cocks. So much fun with you. Where can people find you? And do you have anything um, coming up you want to promote? Well, I'm gonna just be performing every week all the time. Just okay, I'm just awesome. like on all the I'm just I put the link in my bio on my Instagram shows, doing shows okay, and cool. stuff. So So we'll link to that. So it's, yeah, it's easy just my for name on Instagram you. and I and I put up I put up when I'm performing on there. So I yeah. love that. Yeah. Yeah, this was so much fun. Yay. It was so nice. Thanks for having me, yeah. dude. So much fun. So fun to finally get to hang in person. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, subscribe, rate, review, and we'll see you next week on Shank. Bye. Let's get shanked. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>